0: Hey everyone, this is and Gary Rayburn of Lonesome Road Ministries, and we've got an awesome program for you today. We're going to have Church on the Road, and i got my partner with me. Hi,
1: my name's Fred Mooney, and I'm so excited to be here, and I can't wait for you to hear this awe-inspiring message. So sit back, listen,
0: and enjoy right here from Lonesome Road Ministries, Church on the Road.
2: up, driving when the sun goes down, the hum of 18 wheels, Lord, that's the lonely sound. I spend all day chasing that old white line. I've been on the road so long, I've lost track of time. Now it don't matter where I'm going, I just gotta drive. I have that white line fever to the death. Town to town, there's so much I gotta see. I gotta look around, I got diesel smoke rolling from two chrome stacks. My address is 408-414. A Big blue Mac. Now it don't matter where I'm going, I just gotta drive. I have that white line fever to the day. Bye-bye.
0: The road is our life Hey, I got my partner sitting right here beside me, Fred Mooney And the road is your life, isn't it, Fred?
1: It is, and I'm excited to hear this message brought to us by one of our Channel 21 chaplains
0: Yeah, Chaplain Lillian Johnson She's a chaplain over in Kingdom City, Missouri at uh, Petro Truck Stop over there Truck Stop Ministries And what a great job she does over there They have a driver's appreciation once a year. I got to go last year, and what a great time it was. They had Sunshine Road doing the music there for the second year in a row.
1: I love to watch Sunshine Road perform. I love to watch him dance.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's quite a dancer. I'll say that for him. He's not only a good dancer, that boy can sing. Yes, he can. And his wife is the better half of the Sunshine Road.
1: Well, let's stop talking about them and give them a listen, shall we?
0: All right. Here's Sunshine,
1: Sunshine. Road.
3: Now I don't stray too far from home. I don't feel the need to wrong. cause I got Jesus. In my soul, one day I'll walk history streets go When I take my turn, I turn it to the sun. When my, time, oh, when my time on earth is done, then I'll see, then I'll see God's, God's Holy One. When I, when I take my journey to the sun.
2: Take it away, Glenn. I never have I've never had a real, a real vacation. But when this body, when this body sets,
3: me free,
2: when sets me free Now that I have, now that I have my salvation. Take my journey journey to to the sun When my time time on earth is done Then I'll see see God's holy one When I take my journey
3: journey to the sun Now I don't need a reservation
2: My fare was paid at Calvary
3: Calvary. And when I I reach my
0: destination
3: destination,
0: Jesus Jesus Himself will
3: welcome me When I take my journey to the sun When my time on earth is done then I see, and I see God's, God's holy one. When, take journey when I take my turn, take to the sun. Yes, I see. Oh yes, I see God's, God's holy one. When, take
2: journey when I take my turn, take my the sun.
0: Alright, Fred, that is Sunshine Road. I just love their music, and and you talked about Kevin dancing. I mean, he can shake a leg,
1: can't he? He can do that clog thing. clog thing, what is it? (laughs) I think that's what you call it, that clog thing, yeah. uh, I think he's got a song coming up here, something about moving your feet.
0: They do a song, and they do it about every year here at Lonesome Road Ministry at our conference. It's called, uh, what's the name of that song? I Can't Stop My Feet? I Can't Stop My Feet. And boy, I'll tell you, when he starts his feet of moving, uh, I don't believe he can stop him. <laughs> I don't think so. Hey, we have a conference here every June at Lonesome Road Ministries, 107 Sycamore Street, Keynes, Illinois, and you can watch him do that clog thing to this song right here. Here's Sunshine Road. <laughs>
3: I've tried to do the twist, swing, dance, and do disco.
2: Well, shucks. I've
3: oh. tried the mashed potato.
2: It's mashed potato. Can't get my
3: dose it do Oh, my. My boogie boots won't scoot. I can't do the macaroni.
1: It's macarena.
3: But I really turn it loose when, when I hear I fly away. I can't stop. When I'm praising the Lord They start jumping all over the place When I hear those heavenly chords When the roll is called up yonder And my journey is complete I'll be cutting the rug up in glory Cause I can't stop my feet I tried to do the moonwalk, the limbo, and the two-step.
1: That's because you have two left feet.
3: Well, I can't waltz across Texas or do the tango or ballet.
1: It's ballet.
3: You don't want to see me belly dance or do the bunny hop.
0: Actually, I think I might.
3: Give me, I feel like traveling on and and my feet feet don't want to stop. I can't stop my when I'm praising the Lord They start jumping all over the place When I hear those heavenly chords When the road is called up yonder And my journey is complete I'll be cutting the rug up in glory Cause I can't stop my feet
4: There's not a dance out there
1: That he hasn't tried Hey y'all over. Help us do the heavens slide.
2: I'm telling you, it's left, right, left, right, right. No, not
1: like that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Here, let's try it again. I think you've got it.
3: I've been going to rug up in glory, cause I can't stop my feet. Well, out, thanks. Those pearly gates Cause I can't stop my feet
1: I could see you doing disco Maybe a tango But not ballet What were
0: you thinking? You in some tights and slippers?
2: Oh my
0: (laughs) Well, I'm not too sure About those tights and slippers But I am sure about one thing You're getting ready to hear A great message by our chaplain Lillian Johnson This is titled being the light, and carrying the anointing. And Lillian is definitely a light, and she is definitely anointed. Here's Chaplain Lillian Johnson.
4: Well, thank you, Chaplain Gary. Um, Thank you. I, I really appreciate this opportunity to speak on this prayer call tonight on Lonesome Road. and I also want to say thank you to Pastor Cliff. Clark for his confidence in me. And I, I appreciate both you men of God. And and uh, I just love Lonesome Road. And I've been a part now since uh, February 2019. I've never one time been sorry. I'm thankful for everything that you do. I'm, I'm thankful that uh, you have let your light shine to so thousands, so many people to just thousands and thousands. And, you know, I just love Linda. I just love Linda. And I'm even more thankful every time I think about all the times that she prayed for you. If it had not been for Linda, we would have never had on some road. We'd have never heard of Chaplain Gary Rayburn. So I give her so much credit. I just really, just really care a lot about you and, in uh, Linda, in Brittany, and little Lane and I'm very thankful. I'm just very thankful for everything that comes out of Keynes, Illinois. And so, um, so several years ago, I went to a uh, to a bluegrass festival, and uh, there was five bands. and And um, when they decided to stop and eat supper, they had these two huge tables full of food. People had brought in food. I had no idea. That uh, it was going to be a thing like that, but uh, and I didn't know anyone there, not one person and so when they decided uh, to take a break and eat supper, they just they divided up, and so there was about eight or nine that stayed on the stage, and the lead lady said uh, i've put a I put a uh, piece of paper down there, and if you want to do a song, we're going have um we're going to have a uh, open mic time during um, the break. And if you want to sing a song, just go sign up. So I thought, okay, why not? I didn't know anyone there, but that didn't matter. So I got up and I went up and signed up. And uh, when they called me, I got up and went up there. And uh, she asked me, well, what song are you going to sing? And I said, do you know the song, The Lighthouse? She said, well, I do. And her sister said, I do. I know it. And the rest of the band said, I don't know that song. She said, well, what key do you want it in? And I said, oh, well, I really don't know. I said, I'm not sure. She said, that's okay. Just go ahead and start singing. And so I did. next thing I know, all of them was playing that song like that they knew it. And, uh, and then I asked her before she started playing, I said, would you help me on the course? And she said, yes. And her sister said, yes. I'll help you too. And I said, okay. So when I finished, the band, every one of them said, thank you. That was so very good. And you know, that was the first song that was brought forth with a Christian message. Now, here they were halfway through the festival. And that was the very first song. And I love bluegrass. And it, In many, many times, most of the roles that I go to, um, most of the songs, a lot of the songs, have a Christian message. I'm not sure why they didn't, but after I did that song, the very next five songs had a Christian message. I was pretty excited about that, but I didn't really think too much about it. But then the next day at church, I said to my friend Alika, and uh, my friend Alika and her husband Anthony, they do music, and they are actually on our on our music um, team. they at charge, and she writes her own Christian music. And actually, in uh, the summer of 2022, uh, Columbia did a big. It's inspiration. It was just like whatever song you want to sing, and you got signed up, and they were giving a first-place prize, and and uh, there was a lot, a lot of contestants. Well, Anthony and Alika signed up, and they sang Alika's Christian song, and of all the contestants, God shined his light on them. You know, they put forth to let their light shine in front of hundreds of people. That park was just packed. They won first place. Now, that was gone. But to go back to my message, I shared with her what had happened. I said, Holika, I went to a festival yesterday, of bluegrass, and then I shared with her how I had brought a Christian song and, and how the very next five, were Christian, all have a Christian message. And she said this to me. She said, see, Miss Lily, because you sang that song, you were bold and brave, and you literally brought in the anointing in the presence of God because the next five songs lifted up the name of God. You know, sometimes we just have to be bold. We have to be brave. We don't need to be brazen. But sometimes we just have to say, you know, this is who I am. I'm a Christian. I didn't get up there and say any of that. But I think by the time the song was done, they had figured it out. And I I just said, you know, Alika, I had not thought of it like that. I really had not. I, I, I just thought it was kind of neat that you know, I sang a Christian song, the next five had a Christian message. But, you know, we are to be salt and light, and we are to carry. We are to carry that anointing. And you see, chaplains, we are to carry the anointing everywhere we go. Everywhere we go. We, don't, we shouldn't have to have people wonder who we are. You know, I didn't work to, but a few days and went for the doctors. I worked for a group of doctors, and they knew I was a Christian. I didn't have a big sign. I didn't wear any kind of a special anything, but they knew. They knew I was a Christian. And there was one lady in particular that she was, she was backslidden with what it was, and she just looked at me one day and she said, Lily, because of your witness." And the way that you stood strong, she said, and I need to apologize to you for the way I have spoken the things that I have said. And then she came come in one day and she was like, Miss Lily, I went to church yesterday and when the pastor gave the invitation, I walked the aisle. And I went back to Christ and I said, oh, Judy, I'm so excited. She said, you know, I give you credit for that. I said, Well, you know, let's give the Lord credit. She said, I give you credit because you stood firm no matter what no matter what was said. And no matter how you were talked to or treated, you stood firm and I saw that in you and I knew I had to get back to the cross. And today she's teaching Sunday school and and uh, is just doing really well in her church. But, you know, Kathleen, it's important. It's very important. I didn't get involved in some of the things I did. You know, I didn't need to. I didn't even want to. I didn't condemn them, but I was respectful. And, you know, if one is saved, say, oh, it's so worth it all. It is worth it all. But we are to be light. We are to be that light. And so everywhere we go, yes, even to the grocery store. And uh, several years back, I had worked all day. I was tired and I was ready to go home. However, I stopped at the grocery store just to pick up a few items I needed uh, to make dinner. I was going to run in, get them, and then head home. Well, I got to the store, and the first aisle I went down, there was this lady. I just smiled, said hello, picked up the two items I needed, went on to another aisle. Next thing I knew, here came that same lady. She came to me and she said, oh, I don't want to bother you. I said, oh, you're no bother. And then she said, I saw you in the other aisle. And I said, oh, yes. And she said, you had a light coming out of your face. And I have to know, oh, I just have to know, where is that light coming from? And I just smiled at her, and I just began to explain to her that I was a Christian and that I had Jesus in my life and that he is the light of the world. And that is where that light came from. And she just leaned in, and she leaned on that grocery cart, and she just locked her eyes on mine, and she listened and absorbed every word I said. Someone asked me, oh, did you did you lead her to the Lord? Did you have her? I said, you know... I'm being honest. At the time, I really didn't even think about it. But you know, some plant, some water, and some reap. That's just like a farmer. He has to plant that seed. So that night, I was planting seed. I was planting seed into the life of a woman that I'd never seen before, never seen again. But you know what? I believe that someone else came along and watered that seed. And then I pray that one day when I stand before God that I will see her, and I will see her in heaven. And because I chose to have the light, I didn't even realize that there was light coming out of my face. I had no idea. But you know what? No one else saw it, but she did. And there was a reason. There was a reason that God allowed her to see that light come out of my face. And that was Jesus. That's because I carry the presence and the anointing, just like Alika told me. Miss Lily, you carried in, you brought in the anointing and the presence. And we have to do that. We have to be the light of the world. You know, spiritually speaking, it's getting darker and darker and darker. But you know what? Our light can run all the brighter if we'll stay in God's word. And if we will do things like make sure that others know that where we stand, I mean, just like the sweet lady I worked with, there was many times that I wanted to say, oh, dear. But I remained quiet, and then she saw that, and she just began to watch me. She watched me for about a year and a half, and then she realized you know where I need to go back? I need to go back to the cross. I need to get back into church. I need to get back under the flow that comes from the pulpit every Sunday. And we can do that. And we can be that right. So I, when I was in the grocery store, I went on over to the uh, cheese and dairy aisle because I was going to get me a package of shredded cheese. And I saw this young mother with her baby boy. And I just began to speak with her. And we were about 20 minutes speaking of the goodness of the Lord. I then went on to the cracker and potato chip aisle and saw my friend Carla. And I shared with her. I said, oh, Carla, I feel like I have been in church ever since I got in here. And so I shared with her, meeting those ladies. And then Carla and I, we have spoke of the goodness of the Lord. And so here I was tired in a hurry, almost didn't stop. But see, God had an appointment for me. I had no idea. But God did. I was going to run in and then head on home. And you know what? So what if I'm an hour later having dinner? What difference does that make? What difference does an hour make when we're talking about a soul, a soul that will spend eternity somewhere? Somewhere either heaven or hell. And God knew that. And what a setup. As Brother Gary would say, it was a setup. And that's what it was. Because I had no idea that I would meet three different ladies in the store and end up spending an extra 50 minutes that I really didn't think that I had. But see, God knew that I did. And we have to carry that anointing because... We are the ones that others are looking at. How many people watch you at work when you're at work? How many are taken into account? Here, you said you're a Christian. Is your life lining up with that? Are are they seeing that light in you? Do they know? I dread to think that I would have worked a year and a half and no one would have known that I was a Christian. Oh, my I don't want to be forceful, like I said earlier, but I want to let my light so shine that others might see my good works, but glorify my Father who is in heaven. Never, ever do I ever want to take the glory. I give God. He gets all the praise and all the glory. And um, it was on January the 11th of this year, of this year, that we heard him awesome message by Pastor Roger Wigley and he shared with us about a friend of his that he saw light coming out of his face. Pastor Roger referred to it as the anointing, and I realized then, well, that's what I was carrying when I saw the lady in the store. That's what I was carrying was an anointing. I hadn't contributed to that until I heard him say that, and I thought, Dear Lord, help me to always be ready. We're supposed to be instant in season and out of season. I didn't have a Bible with me that night. I wasn't able to turn to scripture and say, well, this is what Jesus says, that he is the light of the world. I had to be ready in season and out of season. And to be honest, I was really out of season. But I had the word in my heart, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Thy word. God's word. Not my word, but God's word. Have I hid in my heart that I might not. I do not want to be sinning against the Lord and then trying to have a smile at church every Sunday. No. I need to be living living that life Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, back again on Sunday, because there's somebody always watching, someone that is always watching you. And I've kind of learned that if they know you're a Christian, they're really going to watch you. They're going to pay attention. Is she really going to do? Is she really going to act the way she's, she claims to be? Oh, God that I might share the Lord. And I want to be a Bible read of all men because I may be the only Bible that anyone ever reads. And I do not want to disappoint my Lord. Never, never do I want to disappoint him. So in uh, 2017, I had a heart attack, a very severe. It was a very severe heart attack. The doctor stood there at my bedside and they had me all hooked up to all the cardio equipment and all of that. And the doctor stood there at my bedside and he said, you literally were having that heart attack as you walked through that door. And if you had not come in when you did, you would not have made it through the night. Well, I just looked at him and I smiled and I said, you know, I'm a winner either way. If I had not made it, I'll go home to be with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But if I get to stay, I'll have seven more years. Because he told me, he said, the condition of your heart and, uh the severity of the heart attack. Because um, I told him, I said, I want you to tell me the truth. I want to know. You tell me. What do you think? And I want your honest opinion. He said, well, from the scams that we did, you um, may have... Seven more years, and I said, "All right, this is what I'm going to do. I only have seven more years left. I'm going to press in. I'm going to share the love of Jesus Christ with as many as I can. I'm going to do my best." And since then, I have I have gone into the prison. I have done prison ministry within the prison. People ask me, "Aren't you scared? Doesn't that a-? No, it didn't affect me at all." There's guards, and I don't even feel one bit of fear. I go in because, you know, I can't carry a Bible in anymore, but they have Bibles, and so I just use their Bibles. A Bible's a Bible. I just use their Bibles. But no, I wasn't afraid because the presence of the Lord is surrounding me, and I'm walking in his light, and I am not afraid. I write into the prison nurse, and I send it into the prison. And I do Bible study at the nursing home. I'm a chaplain over at Kingdom City, the chapel over there. I'm a, an assistant chaplain because um, their belief is that women do not teach the Word. And you know what? That's fine. I knew that when I signed up, when I worked hard to get in there. I already knew that. So that didn't bother me. But I can pray with the truck drivers and I pass out CDs and I give them Bibles and I can answer a few questions here and there. But, you know, I want to be a light over there. And I just, One night I was praying and I was walking the porch. We have a porch on the front of our chapel over there. I was walking that porch and I was just praying and praying. I said, God, would you send me a woman truck driver? And I was just praying, walking back and forth and praying. I turned around. There stood a woman truck driver. I said, I've been praying for you. She was like, you have? I said, yes. I've been praying for you. And I began to pray with her and talk to her. And she said, I'm a brand-new Christian. And so, Oh, I was so excited. I said, oh, that's so good. She said, you know, and I'm, I'll be honest, I'm trying to navigate and figure out how to get through this new christian life and so i shared with her uh the lonesome road a uh, radio station I, and she got her phone she opened it up and i showed her how to download it and she was like oh wow i could turn this on while i'm driving and set it up and i could listen to the music to the teaching i said yes she said well i'm going down the highway and I said, absolutely. So see, that's another thing I want to thank Brother Raven for, because now we have our own radio station, and the drivers can download that app, and they can listen to godly music and to a Christian teaching. What a treasure. What A treasure. I had one driver come in one night and I asked him, did he have any way to play CDs? He said, oh, I do. I guess I do. So I picked up five different CDs and handed them to him. He goes, Gary Rayburn. And I said, do you know Brother Gary? He said, I know Gary. Yes. He said, oh, I listen to his radio station all the time. As a matter of fact, I even send out some of his messages and Oh, he was so excited. He's like, yes, he's from Illinois. And I said, yes, you're right, he is. Now, this driver lived somewhere in Pennsylvania. But see, we're carrying the gospel, sending the light, out of a small town called Kings, Illinois. You know, they said in the scripture when Jesus was born, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Yes, it can. And there's probably people that thought, can anything good come out of Kings, Illinois? A town of 99 people? Yes, it can. It can be a shining light that has led many, many thousands of truck drivers to the Lord. And now it's a whosoever, anyone who wants to listen, anyone that can still play a CD. It's it's for everyone. And now we're in 39 countries. Just think of that. Think of the millions and millions that will hear the gospel, many of them, for the very first time. Look at God. How blessed are we? We are so blessed. And so to get back to my story about my uh, heart attack, I witnessed to each and every nurse, every doctor. Matter of fact, my doctor was from India. He told me that he he worshipped like, the cows because he believes that the cow carried the gods and i thought oh my so i made sure that i shared with him my god the god of abraham isaac and jacob the god that healeth me so when the cardiologist went in and put in my stent, when he got done he said to me he said now I thought when I got in there I was gonna find all this damage because of your cardio, your stress tests that we got back. He said I really did. He said I just knew I was gonna put in three stents and probably four. He said, But you know, I only put in one stent. Because when I got in there and I began looking and seeing on the screen they had me all hooked up. I laid there and watched them as they did all of that. And he said I realized your damage was minimal. It was nothing like what we thought. Why? I had a lot of prayer and I have faith. I have faith in a God that I cannot see, but I know that He is alive because He lives in my heart. And now, literally, He is even more so in my heart. And one day they did a scan on me, and I could see my stent. And I said, oh, that's my stent. And they said, yes, that is, yes, you're right. That is your stent. I went from, like, really bad to minimal damage to one stent instead of four. And that's good. I give God praise for that. You know, God had more work for me to do. If I, if my witness of being in the hospital, and having a heart attack, so be it. If one person was touched, that's worth it all. I'd go back and go through it all again for the one doctor. The one doctor, because after I saw him the last time and I shared with him, all he could say was yes, yes. But he was a Hindu. But you know what? It took one person to witness to him. And now he's gone. I had to get a new doctor. He's gone. He moved on to, um, to New York. But you know, we got to let our lives be a light that others can see, that others will know that what we have inside of us is real. It's real. And I'm so thankful I'm so thankful for the Lord, for what he's done for me. He's done so much for me. He's done so much. I can say thank you for the next 10 years, and that would be to begin to touch it. He is such a good, good God. And I just want to say this. I have some good brothers. I have a the best brother. He built my home. I come to the hardest time in my life and he came in he built my home Those days I walk through this house and I give God praise I'm so thankful for a brother that cared it showed that he cared and my other brother my brother Kenny that came in he, he actually paid to have some things fixed in my home he paid for it because I offered. And and uh, the uh, plumber that came in. He said, "I was told that you're to pay for nothing." I said, "Okay. Well, you know, God blesses us in that way. See, that's a blessing. So if you've got a brother or a sister that is good to you, you know, we have to we have to be thankful. I'm so thankful. And now I will close with this: January the second of this year. I was over at the chapel in Kingdom City, and uh, I had was walking up, and as I was leaving, I met a truck driver. Now, this truck driver and his wife, they travel together. They're team drivers, and they go across America. Well, I got to talking to him, and I had two CDs in my hand, and he shared with me that they were from Canada. They had been born and raised in Canada. He said, we are in America now. I offered him those two CDs, and he said, "He said that he had stopped at the Flying J, and that someone had been putting Bibles and CDs there at the Flying J." He said, "And my wife and I," he said, "we picked up a bunch of them." He said, now want to mean, I want to say, I mean a bunch of them," and he picked up Bibles, and he said, "Now my wife and I, we're going to pass them out." As we travel across America, I was so excited because I said to him, I said, Is it the Flying J down at Truxton down there by Warrington? And he said, Yes. And I said, Oh my goodness, how excited I was to meet him. I said, I'm the, I'm the chaplain that has been putting those Bibles and CDs down there in the Flying J. What an exciting thing for me to meet. A truck driver, born in Canada came to America, was driving across I-70, stopped there at Kingdom City. I had just got ready to leave. I was just leaving. Met him. Got to talk to him. Pray for him. And you know what? Look at God. Pastor Gary has a CD called A-Network. And last week, Pastor Gary was talking about a network, and I thought, how did he know that I was going to end my sermon <laughs> with a network? So literally, I get the Bibles from Chaplain John Knoll way up there north in Michigan. I get the CDs from Brother Gary in Illinois. He sends them to me. I put them in a truck stop down on I 70. Then a husband and wife, teen driver, come through, stopped, picked them up. And as they travel through America, native-born Canadians traveling through America, they're going to pass out those Bibles and CDs. See, that is literally a network stretching that net across America. We need to make sure that if we have an opportunity to put in Bibles and CDs, chaplains, we need to make sure, because you never know when a husband and a wife, team driver from another country, picks up CDs from Illinois, give them to me, put them in the truck stop, Bibles from Michigan, and then go pass them out through America. That's what we need to do. We need to make sure that we are putting our best out there. We're doing it for the king. I'm doing this for the king of kings and the Lord of lords. The Alpha and the Mega, the beginning and the end. He always was and he always will be. There will never be one like him, never again. And I'm just thankful. Thank you, Brother Rayburn, for having me on tonight. I just trust that I said something that went deep into the heart of someone. And God bless you, Brother Rayburn.
3: I've been struggling for survival At the only thing I know Times are hard and I ain't quitting. If I got work I'm gonna show Ups and downs and mass confusion Trying to keep my family fed I keep hoping and dreaming Someday I might get ahead Well, I've had my share of hard times they left their mark on me Freedom makes it worth believing Ain't no place I'd rather be Good Lord knows it ain't been easy That's why I get on my knees to pray I've been struggling for survival Here in the good old U.S.A. At newsstand's on every corner Bankrupt companies, crime and poor I keep fighting for existence A short paycheck is my reward Looks like a losing situation A long romance with misery I've got Jesus, you and freedom Makes a winning hand for me Well, I've had my share of hard times And they left their mark on me Freedom makes it worth believing Ain't no place I'd rather be
4: The Lord knows
3: it ain't been easy That's why I get on my knees to pray I've been struggling for survival, here in the good old U.S.A. The Lord knows it ain't been easy, that's why I get on my knees to pray I've been struggling for survival, here in the good old U.S.A.
1: Hi, my name's Fred Mooney, and I'm one of the co-hosts on Lonesome Road Radio. And I'd like to tell you why Lonesome Road Radio is important to me. First of all, truckers get to listen to the gospel while they're running down that Lonesome Road. Now, I know it gets lonely, and they, they drive millions of miles in that cab all alone. And there's no better friend than Lonesome Road Radio, where you can listen to other truckers give their testimonies where you can listen to good gospel messages and great southern gospel and country gospel songs. Another reason why Lonesome Road Radio is important to me is the fact that the Bible says, "Iron sharpens iron, men sharpening men. Other truckers ministering to other truckers while they're out on that road, sharing their faith through stories of testimonies. There's nothing like it in the world having one trucker tell another trucker about how he was once lost and now he's saved and jesus christ is the lord of all another reason why lonesome road radio is so important to me is we're covering the world with the gospel sharing jesus to souls to make sure heaven is their eternal home think about it there's no easier way for you to share your faith And if you'd like to get information on programming, you could go to LonesomeRoadRadio.com. All I ask you to do is just turn on and tune in. If you've enjoyed this, give me a call back here at 618-383-2107. You know, a wise old man one time asked me if I could explain the salvation experience in two minutes or less. Well, it's as easy as ABC. First of all, A, admit that you're a sinner. You know, in the Bible, in Romans 3.23, it says, For all is sin and come short of the glory of God. All means all, and that's all it means. Now, that's what my pastor told me anyway. B, believe upon Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. You know, in John 3.16, it says, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. C. Confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Romans 10.9 says, If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. It's just that easy. A, B, C. Whether you're 8 or 80, the main thing is Believe it, mean it from your heart, and you will be saved.
3: Can you see the crown of thorns upon his head? See them driving nays into his hands See the love in his eyes as tears come down If he was here now, would we do it again? Surely as the river flows to the ocean Surely as the rain falls from the sky Surely as the changing of the season I was there and I saw Him die Can you see the love a mother has for children? They carry him away See the soldiers roll a stone In front of the tomb But an angel of the Lord Rolled in from the grave Surely as the river Flows to the ocean Surely as the rain falls from the sky Surely as the changing of the seasons
0: I was there
3: and I saw Him die I was there and I saw Him rise going to rise. All of his people going cross life's river. will be changed when we meet him in the sky. Now we'll be changed in the twinkling of the night. Hallelujah. Surely, as the rain falls from the sky, surely, as the changing of the season, I was there. I saw him rise.
0: Hey, friends, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn again, and I get letters from people all the time. And and one of the questions a lot of people ask me is about my favorite scripture. Well, I got a lot of them, let me tell you. Uh, But one of my very favorite is Acts chapter 1, verse 8. And I'll read it to you. I've got my Bible right here. It says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And you know, I've got a Southern Illinois redneck spin to that verse. When I read this verse, it says to me that God wants to give us power through his spirit to do the impossible. (laughs) Ain't that amazing? God has come upon us with His Holy Spirit, so that we can be witnesses to go out into all the world and preach the gospel to whosoever, whenever, and wherever. It says right here, "She shall be witness to me in Jerusalem. Well, Jerusalem is right here where I live. We can be witnesses in our own community right here in southern Illinois. And in all of Judea, well, we can be witnesses all across this state that we're living in and I live in the state of Illinois or the state of confusion sometimes, but that's what the Bible says to me. I can be witnesses in all of Illinois and in Samaria, all across America, I can be a witness for Jesus Christ because of the power of the Holy Spirit that lives in me and to the ends of the earth. We can go all over the world. Does that mean we got to travel all over the world? No, no. We can go all over the world through the technology of radio and now TV. LonesomeRoadRadio.com and Lonesome Road TV. We're coming to you all over the world with the gospel message through the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's what that verse means to me.
1: And if you've prayed that prayer, we would love to hear from you. We've got plenty of things we'd love to send you. Give us a call at 618-383-2107 or go to Lonesome Road Radio.
0: That's LonesomeRoadRadio.com. Well, Fred, I like to close all of our programs with my testimony in song.
1: At the foot of the tree.
0: God gave me the lyrics to this, and I just started writing my testimony out. I had a songwriting partner that helped me with this, Tom Caldwell. He's a truck driver from Jasper, Alabama. And uh, I got my neighbor, James Caban, to help put this to music. He had a studio in his home, and we recorded that. And we used that for years. We used his recording, and then Dennis McKay recorded it out of his studio, put it on Lonesome Road, Volume 1. And we've been using this version for the last million or so.
1: What a great job Dennis did with this song.
0: Yeah, at the foot of the tree. My testimony in song.
2: At the crossroads of life Lost without hope Eighteen wheels of lonesome At the end of the road In my hand was a track The preacher had read His words still echoing In the back of my head I felt so ashamed When I thought of my past Then I called his name This chance, would it be my last? Then I saw Jesus hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart from down on my knees Today I met Jesus at the foot of the cross Brokenhearted and lonesome, so long i have been lost I left a lifetime of misery of the tree. Those 18 wheels are rolling down that old lonesome road and I shared the good news wherever I go. Yes, there's been a change I'm not the man I used to be And I tell everybody What's happened to me How I felt so ashamed When I thought of my past But I called His name This chance could it be my last Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree And I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Brokenhearted hearted and lonesome So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery foot of the tree. Then I saw Jesus hanging on that tree. I lifted up my heart from down on my knees. Today I met Jesus at the foot of the cross. Brokenhearted and lonesome, so long I'd been lost. I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree
0: Hey drivers, this is Jeff and Gary Rayburn, Lonesome Road Ministries Church on the Road radio and we want to hear from you. Give us a shout. Our phone number is 618-383-2107 or log on to lonesomeroad.org. And if you can't give us a call, then just blow your air horn as you're driving by. <laughs>
2: Down, making no time. But I gotta keep a rolling. Those windshield wipers slapping out of tempo, keeping perfect rhythm with the song on the radio. But I gotta keep a rolling. Ooh, I'm driving my